Hi, I'm Olivier. And I'm Rosé. And you're listening to... Olivier and Rosé, the podcast where two girls get drunk and watch movies that Katie... That's me! ...has never seen. Katie, what movie did we watch today? Wally. I really enjoy that we both had to do that with our eyes closed, because <laughs> we cannot look at each other to do the intro. I need to focus on what's happening. I can't have other distractions. Oh, man. You are correct. We watched Wally. <laughs> it's funny because I knew... That was, like, how he said it before I ever saw this movie, which I knew nothing about. I feel like that sound clip is very famous, though. Yeah, like, in the coming attractions of it, I think it just, like, that really just had that. Yeah. I didn't really tell you much about what the movie was about. True. That being said, Katie, what did you think this movie was about? Oh, well, let me tell you. <laughs> uh, sorry. Just pulling it up. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> this movie is about a cute little robot that gets sent into outer space. He has a job to do by sending out space info back to Earth. He has no friends, and he gets super sad until one day a spaceship arrives. It's a bunch of astronauts that are here to take him back to Earth. <laughs> then he finds a bunch of robot friends now that he's retired from his job. You were, like, so half right <laughs> through that entire thing. I, know. I kept being like, yeah, okay. No. Oh, but okay. <laughs> no. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. <laughs> I tried to give a little more substance this time because I literally had no idea. I was like, all right, let's make up a cute little story then. I'm glad. Yeah. So this movie was released in 2008. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, it was directed by Andrew Stanton, and it was written by Andrew Stanton, Pete Doctor, and Jim Reardon. His it- last name is literally Doctor. D O C. T-E-R. Doctor. Doctor instead of doctor. Doctor, doctor. the nose. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) We're not far in and Katie has broken up some accents. (laughs) And hand motions. And hand motions. That you can't see. It's like a snap with a wrist flick. But without the snap. snap. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This runs for an hour and 38 minutes. And before I get into the main cast, I'm going to say right now that maybe we shouldn't do Fuck, Mary Kill for this, because it's all animated robots. Oh, <laughs> yeah. What should we do instead? I think just, like, I don't know. I've been thinking about this for a while, and I was either thinking, like, <sighs> like, keep in your house or, like, kill the robot, like, mm. leave it. But then when I actually made the cast list... I'll read you what the about cast. The people? I'll read you the cast list and then okay. we'll discuss. So Ben Burt versus voices Wally. Alyssa Knight voices Eve. Eve. Um, Jeff Garland. Eva is the voice of the captain. Fred Willard is the real life human who plays Shelby Forthright, who is the CEO by and large. Oh yeah. John Ratzenberger is the one who voices John, who is one of the animated humans, and Kathy Najimy, Queen. She's the one who is uh, Mary, so the other cartoon human. Mm-hmm. But Kathy Najimy is also in Sister Act and Hocus Pocus. Oh, yep. And then Sigourney Weaver, love. <laughs> yes. She voices the ship's computer. Hmm. Like... The Axion? Yeah. Axion? Axion? Yeah, not not Auto. Right. We will get to Auto. 
he doesn't okay. deserve someone on the cast. But she does, oh, like, this, shit. the ship's computer. Okay. So, Weaver. I didn't really know what to do about fuck, marry, kill, like, but... You just look away from me. <laughs> I just ignore you sometimes <laughs> because it's the only way to move on. <laughs> so, uh, we're just gonna get to it when we get to it. We'll see what happens. Okay. So, you were kind of right about the plot. Like we said, it's kind of like half, half and half. Yeah. So, in the future, Earth is overrun with garbage. In case you haven't figured out our theme by this third movie, we are doing kind of like end of the world, post-apocalyptic, mm. things that we're way fucking we see, up. Yeah, way that we see the future going. Yep. So in the future, Earth is overrun with garbage and all the humans had to leave on a, quote, five-year cruise while the Wallies clean up Earth. Mm. B&L, aka by and large, is a company that basically owns the Earth and has set out ships into space, the best of which is the Axiom. The crown jewel of the B&L fleet is the Axiom. I say that B&L own the world because not only are there stores with B&L names, which are kind of like the BJs and the Costcos, but gas stations, train stations, and banks. In the very beginning, we see Wally, like, drive over, and he drives over, like, B&L cash. Yeah. So they basically own the entire world. Uh... Though the cruise was only supposed to be five years, it has been hundreds since the humans have left. And after all this time, there's only one Wally left. Hmm. Our Wally. The best one. <laughs> we find him cleaning up the garbage, but genuinely just, like, enjoying his fucking life. He's listening to Hello Dolly. He's hanging out with his best friend, who is a cockroach. Oh and is collecting relics from the past, including, like, a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> <laughs> the part where he, like, accidentally runs over the cockroach. Oh my- Pat literally audibly gasped. <laughs> like he hadn't seen it before. He goes, <laughs> <laughs> he's just died. <laughs> when he like oh backs God. up and yeah. like. Oh, that was so funny. Man. <laughs> um, Wally also cannibalizes other Wallies, but like, we're just gonna ignore that part. Yeah. Uh, when we first meet him, he gets home and he puts away his collection of things that he's found, including a spork, which he doesn't know what to do with, and <laughs> he can't decide if it's going to go in between his cup of spoons or his cup of fork, so he just puts it down right in the middle. Yeah, I don't know what to do with a spork either, so... <laughs> and he watches Hello Dolly, which is super cute, and he, like, opens his little hands and he, he pushes them together while they sing and hold hands, and you're like, oh, he's just such a cute little robot! Yeah. Um, the next day, he... Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> The next day, he wakes up, and, like, every person who's ever woken up out of bed really fucking struggles to get up. Mm. He, like, battles around, and he tries to put on his little wheels, and then he has to go out and solar charge. And he solar charges himself, and then he goes about his day just building buildings out of trash. So, and not just buildings, like, skyscrapers. Yeah. The entire city is skyscraper trash, Mm -hmm. so that's fun. (laughs) Before his day's done, he finds a plant in an old fridge, and he takes it back for his collection. Same. Oh my god. I've never related to a robot more. <laughs> like, ooh, a plant! I'm gonna take this home. Yeah, let me put it in a boot. And take it home. <laughs> then, like a cat, he follows a red dot. <laughs> like I said, 
Never related to a robot more. <laughs> this red dot turns out to be the landing lights for, like, a giant-ass fucking spaceship. And this spaceship releases Eve, who Wally obviously immediately falls for. <laughs> he, she literally, like, falls there, and he's just like, <laughs> However, when she when he spooks her and, like, makes a noise, she fires a very powerful, like, I don't know, ion cannon, essentially, from her arm that just blows shit up. And he's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm gonna... Damn, she's fiery. I'm just gonna <laughs> ignore <laughs> what happened in the movie and also that comment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eve scans the planet, though we don't really know what she's looking for, but she seems to get more and more discouraged the more she looks. Eventually, Wally approaches her because his cockroach friend goes up to her, too. Mm-hmm. Sidebar. I just want to talk about the part in the very beginning where Wally takes his cockroach home and opens a Twinkie. Oh and my the God. cockroach dives right into oh, the... That was so gross. <laughs> the little the little Twinkie. Twinkie hole? <laughs> uh, Wally follows Eve around, all while making a fool of himself to the tune of La Vie and Rose, which, not due to the name, is one of my favorite songs. Anyways, <laughs> he eventually takes her back to his house, and he shows her Hello Dolly and the plant. And when she sees the plant, it goes into, like, a special compartment in her body, and she basically, like, shuts down and goes into hibernation mode and just starts sending out, like, a signal with a little plant blinking Mm -hmm. on her. Wally kind of freaks out and doesn't really know what to do, so he just takes care of her in the meantime. My god. He, like, drags her around with Christmas lights. He protects her from the rain and gets struck by lightning a couple times. so cute. Just a little cutie. Several days later, the ship, a ship, shows up. And takes her home. And Wally hitches a ride on the ship because he is connected. Yeah. And he goes into space, and it's his first time he's gone through space, and he goes through all the satellites through the Earth, which, I don't know how closely you looked at the clues for our movie that I posted the other day, but this is what I posted on the story, and I'll post this on the Instagram as well. This is what I posted on the story for the clue. Oh, yeah. This is an actual photo of the satellites around Earth. Stop. This is the photo from the movie. Oh, wow. This is just the actual satellites that exist around our planet. So it's not far off. Not, like, not far like off. like, a layer. Yeah. He just, like, goes through a layer of... How does, like, NASA not hit them when they go up into space? Also, how many, how often does NASA actually go into space? I feel like they don't go, like, there aren't space shuttles flying very often. I just yeah. feel like they fly and then they're there for years and then they come back. I don't understand. I don't know. That's smart people stuff. Yeah. That's kind of tying it back to um, the day after tomorrow. And there's, like, just people just in space, like seeing all this stuff happening. Like, is that a real thing? Do people really do that? I don't know. I don't know. Comment below. <laughs> comment <laughs> anywhere you want. Okay. Comment. Just comment. <laughs> so, he kind of, like, lets go of the ship a little bit, because he's like, wow, space. Yeah. And then he has to grab back on. And when they get there, when they get to the Axiom, which, of course, they're going back to the Axiom, because they can't go back to any other one, because the Axiom is the one that has been mentioned. Yep. They get examined in the landing bay. Eve is still in hibernation mode and is taken away while Wally's trying to follow her, but he gets uh, <laughs> intercepted by this tiny little bot named <laughs> Mo. 
Oh, which that's his name? We don't find out till way, way later when he's like, what's your name? And he just goes, Mo. Oh. <laughs> but just M-O, which I'm sure stands for something, but I don't know. Mm-hmm. And he's a little cleaning robot, and he's obsessed with cleaning all this earth off of Wally. Yes. Foreign so- contaminant. <laughs> Foreign contaminant. So he'll be back. Uh, on the way, Wally sees humans for the first time, and they're super obese, and they're pretty much not unable to move on their own, but nobody does move on move on their own. They're all in their little chairs. Yes. With screens right in front of their face, and therefore no one communicates to anybody because they're all just looking at the screen. Mm-hmm. Wally accidentally knocks one over, one of the humans over. And he feels bad, so he, like, helps him get back up. And then Wally introduces himself, and that guy's name is John. And John's like, okay, well, thanks, Wally. Mm -hmm. And just, like, goes about his day. Wally follows Eve, and he also runs into another human whose name is Mary. And he has to, like, he basically, like, cuts Mary's screen off. Mm-hmm. And Mary sees kind of, like, what's going on. Yeah. And how many advertisements there are and, like, just the world they're living in, essentially. And she's really amazed at, like, what's going on. Mm-hmm. So Wally introduces herself to himself to her as well and then goes over to Eve. Um, eventually, Wally and Eve make their way to the chambers of Captain McCree, who is just, you know... As fat and useless as every other human yeah. on the ship. Sorry. Yeah, Captain McCree. So, he, like I said, is just as fat and useless as everybody else that is on the ship. But Autopilot, aka Auto, has to wake him up. And it's like, Captain, you are needed on the bridge. Mm-hmm. And he comes up and they're trying to show... That Eve has the plant, but McCree realizes that he wasn't woken up for the morning announcements, so he, like, rewinds, basically, the sun so that he can do the morning announcements. And then when they eventually do open Eve, there's no plant in there. But, at this point, Captain McCree has already started to, like, learn about Earth. And we do see, kind of, like, a list of all the captains, and we see as time has gone on, they've just gotten, like, bigger and fatter. Mm -hmm. But also in their photos... Autopilot gets closer and closer. Oh, I didn't realize that. Which I knew you wouldn't have, because Mm -hmm. I didn't notice it the first time I watched it, so I pulled up the photo. Oh, yeah. So, like, at at the beginning, Otto is behind them, and then as the time goes on, Otto gets closer and closer. We also, which thankfully someone on the internet did this math for me, because God forbid we do math. Yeah, no, it probably would would be (laughs) ugly. Um... We see that humans are living longer. So the first captain of the ship, Captain Reardon, served from 2105 to 2248, which was 143 years. In between? Yeah. Oh, shit. So he served for 143 years. No, like, that doesn't even include... Like, his childhood. His age, yeah. Right. Uh, the next captain was Captain Fee from 2248 to 2379, which is 131 years. Captain Thompson, 2380 to 2520, which is 140. Captain Brace, 2521 to 2645, which is 125 years. Captain O'Brien, 2646 to 2774, which is 128. And our current captain, Captain McCree, started serving in 2775. 
Okay. So obviously, twenty-seven seventy-five is a long way away. Twenty-one oh five, maybe not so much. Yeah. Which is when the first captain started serving. Right. So, when they find that Eve doesn't have the plant, the captain orders them to be taken to repairs. But after they've left, he, like I said, has started to learn about Earth. In the repair bay, uh, Eve is very mad at Wally because she thinks that he took the plant and he has something to do with this. Mm -hmm. And then when they go to the repair shop, he gets, like, locked away and she gets taken for repairs. But Wally can only see her through, like, frosted glass. Yeah. And he sees, like, her arm get taken off and then her head get taken off. Mm -hmm. So he freaks the fuck out. Yeah. Eve is having a good old time. She's getting cleaned. She's good. She's Gucci. But Wally freaks out, like I said, and breaks out of his little space and then goes to help Eve. And shit goes down and he takes her little firearm Mm -hmm. and shoots basically the... I think it's like the controls Yeah, keeps the gate up for all the miss, like, or the robots that are malfunctioning. Yep. And so all those controls go down Mm -hmm. and all the doors open. So all the robots that are malfunctioning get out, including the one who's supposed to work in a salon and just keeps going, you look amazing, sweetie, or, like, you look amazing, like, I'm so good, you look beautiful. Yeah. Which I love. I like the one that paints everything. (laughs) (laughs) And then they all start to love Wally because he has recorded the Hello Dolly song, and it plays, and so they all start copying it, so they keep doing the... Do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. So they all sing to him. I forgot what we were doing. Sorry. Um, It's fine. They broke out the other broken robots from... Yes. ...thing. And during the breakout, the security robots take photos of them, and the ship's computer announces to the humans that even Wally are renegade robots. Rogue robots. Oh, yeah. Ro- Rogue robots. Renegade. Thanks, Sigourney. Angry, Eve takes Wally to his skate pod to send him back to Earth. And he's like, no. He's very stubborn. He, like, basically comes back out and, like, crosses his arms because she won't leave with him. Mm -hmm. But only after she, like, tells him to go into the pod and he, like, explores it and then sits down on the seat and, like, swings Uh. his little feet and then is like... Oh my god, so (laughs) cute. Pat's next to him, like, come on. I know you love that. Yep. It's my favorite. Basically just reminded me of you. <laughs> yep. Swinging my feet because they don't touch the ground. Yep. yep. Um, so he's very stubborn. He won't go, but they have to hide because somebody else comes in. And it's the little robot that was working with uh, Otto. And we have seen Otto flash like A113 in his little screen, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so this little robot, he takes the plant and he puts it in a pod and he tries to send it back to Earth. So Wally goes into the pod to get the plant, and the pod shoots off. So Eve tries to go to save him, all the meanwhile, Wally's just being a fucking idiot and hitting all kinds of buttons <laughs> in the ship. He's just, like, hitting things, and it's like, self-destruct, 20 seconds. So he starts to freak out, and he hits more buttons, and it's like, self-destruct, 5 seconds. And he's like, Bleh! So Eve thinks he dies because the pod explodes, but he's okay because he's taking the fire extinguisher and is using it to... Uh, <laughs> propel himself through space. Yeah. Um, so Wally and Eve get together 
and they like see each other and they have a little playful dance around space. And this is all while the captain is learning about dancing. And also, Mary and John meet up, the two humans, and they're like, oh, look, I know that guy. Hi, Wally. And after they have their dance, Eve gives Wally a little kiss, and it gives him a little electric shock. And he uh, kind of, like, freezes. Mm -hmm. And rigid's right up, because he's a boy. (laughs) He's got a boner. Um... So they sneak back onto the ship, and they are trying to sneak the plant back to the captain. And they give it to him, but Otto sees it and reveals that he's not only the one who stole the plant earlier, but he has no intention of allowing them to return to Earth, because Earth is unsustainable and uninhabitable. Mm -hmm. And he shows a video from a name, I forget, of the B&L guy. It's something stupid. She'll be forthright. What's and he, his, real his real name is Fred Willard. Yes. He's always on The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, which is extremely weird. What? Why? He's like a guest host when they do like weird sporting events. That's so weird. Like, what is he famous for? I feel like he used to be on a show that I watch. He's in a lot of stuff. Let's figure it out. Let's go look. Boop, Small boop, tangent. Boop, boop. I feel like there's going to be a difference in what he's famous for and what we know him from. Probably. So the first thing listed on here is Best in Show, but that's from 2000. Let's go all the way. Oh my god. Oh my I god. I feel like he was on Disney, like a Disney movie. Or like in Disney movies as like the dad. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. But I could be right. Boop, 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 boop. He was on the love boat. Oh, not, wow. Not, was... Yeah, not that you've ever seen that, but. I feel like I've seen an episode. Oh, wait, is it a movie? No. You're right, it's a TV show. I don't know. I saw something similar in, like, a class. Uh, he was on four episodes, three episodes of Sister, Sister. Okay. Where he played Mr. Mitsuka. Probably. Oh, yeah, that's probably what it is then. I loved Sister, Sister. Sister, Sister. Never knew how much I missed you. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm just scrolling through... I feel like he voices a lot of stuff, but I also feel like I just, like, I know his face so well that I feel like he's gotta be in something. Mm. He was in Harold and Kumar Go to White Castle. He was in Anchorman. Both of them. He was on SNL. Okay. Honestly, I think it's from Sister Sister. I feel like I probably know him from SNL. Like, the things that is listed at the top of his IMDb are Best in Show, Anchorman, Harold and Kumar, and Wally. so. Okay. Um, so we see a message from him that says, like, you can't go back to Earth, Earth is uninhabitable, like, autopilots take over, mm-hmm. blah blah blah, just addressing the fleet. 
It's like confidential. Exactly. Otto uh, basically tries to take the plant back from Wally and Eve, but they escape down the garbage chute. And Wally is very... He's hurt a little bit. And this is where we see giant Wallies. Oh my god. But they're called Wallays. Oh, really? Which we'll get to. Yeah. Their name is W-A-L-L-A. Oh. Instead of Wall-E. And Wally almost gets pulled out of the chute, but... Eve saves him with the help of Mo, the little the little one who's trying to clean up all the yes. residue. Mo money mo problems. <laughs> uh Otto also locks up the captain so that he can't help. But the captain kind of he manages to escape a little bit and as do Wally and Eve and Mo, and they all work together to open this little pod that is on the Lido deck, which seems a weird place. It feels like it should be in the cockpit or like in the captain's yeah. quarters, but whatever. I get it. Yeah. So that they can put the plant in, and then the plant will like trigger the ship to go back to Earth. And this is where we also see, and we've kind of seen them throughout the movie, Mary and Joe mm-hmm. really kind of like blossom their love. And they have to save all the little fat kiddos. Oh my god. And she's like, John, get ready to have some kids. (laughs) And they have to catch all of them. And when Otto is trying to make it so that Wally and Eve can't put the plant in the thing, he, like, turns the ship so everybody falls out of their chairs. They just slide to the edge. Um, Eventually, after much battle and help from all the other broken robots, they get the plant in the thing in the little thing, and the captain turns off autopilot, and he gets the Axiom back to Earth, and all the little fat people waddle out of their ship. Oh my god. (laughs) And he's like, you're gonna grow all types of plants, like tomato plants, and like this plant, and pizza plants, and I'm like, me too, sir. I also wish there was pizza plant. Yeah. But all they drink on there is like... Liquid food. Right. They don't eat. Which is disgusting. Yeah. Wally, like I said, was very, very hurt. And he gets even more hurt when he's trying to hold up the thing so they can put the plant in. And he gets a little crushed. You okay over there? Yeah. I was just just thinking about it. (laughs) And he gets very crushed um, while Otto's trying to collapse that platform. So when they get back to Earth, Eve rushes him off the ship and back to his little house, and she runs around the earth, basically, or around the city to get all these parts for Wally. She replaces his eye, she replaces his, uh, like, arm, she replaces his wheel, she replaces his computer chip, she replaces a bunch of shit, and then she shoots a hole in the ceiling of his house and opens him up so that he can solar charge. And when he comes back to life, she's like, oh, hi, Wally! Mm -hmm. And he just is a shell. He's not really the Wally that we know and love, and he just starts picking up garbage. Uh-huh. And the re- the way we know that he's, like, not our Wally is she's, like, trying to show him all the cool things, like the Rubik's Cube and the light bulb that lit up when she held it, and he just takes it all and crushes it mm-hmm. into a little cube. So she's ready to give up on him, so she tries to hold his hand like they do in Hello, Dolly, and he doesn't register, so she, like, puts her head against him, and there's a little spark, and she tries to go away, and he's closed his little hands. Because he loves her! Because they're in love! 
And so the way that she knows he's back is he does that little thing with his eyes where it's yeah. like, boop, 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 boop. Yes. And it's super cute, and they're in love, and everybody starts to plant, and it's great. And then in the end credits, we see the Earth, like, start to come back to life. I don't know mm-hmm. if you watch the end credits. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say probably not. I'm trained to watch them because Kara watches them. Oh. I just... It's like, who's going to turn it off? Exactly. <laughs> like, no are one. you going to get up? We're going to no. wait until the, the TV t- turns itself off. <laughs> yeah, the end credits start to show, like, everybody, like, thriving, and before even before the end credits, like, when it scrolls out, we yeah. see that there's plants all over, like, all these garbage hills, the plant, mm-hmm. the plants in the earth has already started to flourish. Yes. And everything is great. The end. The Happy end. ending. I did not realize that this movie was gonna be such a social commentary. Glad you bring that up. Because... Am I the Segway queen? <laughs> I found an article that makes me a little depressed. Oh, God. It's called Nine Ways Today's Society is Like the One That Filled the Earth with Garbage and Wally. Oh. And it's from September of 2019, so eight years after this movie came out. Number one, we can't stop buying stuff. Thanks to technology and social advances, every day more people are moving out of poverty and into the consumer class. We consume. I mean, I get that. <laughs> Me too. I buy shit all the time. Yeah. Especially when Amazon literally just buy with one click. Okay, Amazon. Hold on. I'm going to skip because I'm glad you bring up Amazon. Number wow. three, we're dominated by mega companies. In Wally, society has become dominated by a mega conglomerate, punfully called By and Large or B&L. Yes. Just like Amazon. It's like super scary. Number two, we're drowning in our own waste. The major plot line of Wally is that Earth has been overrun with garbage, making it unsuitable for plant or animal life. The Wally robots were tasked with cleaning it up while humans enjoyed a five-year off-planet cruise, which, spoiler alert, ended up lasting centuries. While we may not have city-sized trash mounds today, that doesn't mean we don't have a problem with the waste we're spewing out into the environment. Which is true. Have you seen the trash barge that just floats around the planet? No. You've never seen that? Like, an actual barge? There's, like, literally just an island of trash that, like, floats around in the ocean. Yeah. That we continuously... It's called the Great Great Pacific... Where'd it go? Great Pacific Garbage Patch. Oh, God. It's just, like, a huge patch of garbage that consistently floats around. Just together. Um, number four, we're lonely despite being more connected. Humans are more connected than ever before thanks to technology, and yet we also report feeling more isolated than ever. That's true. I think, I mean, I know I listen to, like, a lot of podcasts, and I don't really remember things, and I'm also not educated, (laughs) but, um, (laughs) I've also heard that it's, like, that's why we're more, like, anxious and depressed, because, like, we're not trying to, like just fucking focusing on surviving and eating and, like, you know, whatever. But now it's, like, we get to just literally sit on our asses all day. Yep. And we, like, look at other people's Instagrams all day and we're yes. like, wow, their life is great. Yes, everyone gets to see a curated thing of their other people's lives. Number five, obesity is on the rise. 
I heard that. Yep. I felt that. Literally. I'm obese. Number six. As I read this from my fucking phone with my computer in front of me, we can't stop staring at screens. Honestly, <laughs> this is, like, an actual problem. I feel like I need to, like, give up my phone for, like, a week. I have been trying when I come home, and to be fair, I'm reading from a screen because I'm reading from Kindle, but I've been trying to, like, not watch TV as much and try to, like, mm-hmm. read or, like, do other things that do yeah. not require me in front of a TV or computer. Yeah, like, even today, I'm pretty sure I walked around my entire house without looking at anything besides my phone. Yeah. It's a problem. And that's why, literally, I it, it, like, died today. Because I charged it at night, and then before I got here, I had to charge it again. Yep. I have a problem. We feel useless. In a, cru- <laughs> <laughs> in a crucial line in the film, Axiom's captain tells Autopilot, I don't want to survive, I want to live. Up until that point, the only thing he's done himself is read out the morning announcements. Yeah. We know the truth. Number eight. Going to space might be our only chance of survival, if you can afford it. The axiom wasn't taking people offshore as a human humanitarian act. It was ticketed it was a ticketed luxury cruise. There's no mention of other evacuation missions from Earth. So if we assume that Axiom is all that's left, what happened to the humans who couldn't afford a ticket? Yeah, that sounds right. But number nine, there's still hope. As depressing as the film may be, there's still hope for humanity. Life starts to bloom again on Earth, and the antics of Wally and Eve wake up the passengers from their mindless scrolling. Yeah. So, uh, that article was on Science Alert, and it was written by Fiona McDonald in September of 2019. But I just found it while I was doing research for this movie, and I was like, wow, this this hurts me. Yeah. It definitely is more, um, I mean, it was probably it's not like far off yeah it wasn't far off in 20 2008 but it definitely isn't far off now because in 2008 i was like a junior in high school i don't even think i had like an iphone i didn't get an iphone until i was in college yeah me neither so like it's gotten a lot worse yes for sure i think it's more of a social commentary now than ever which is why it's on our 100 Movies poster. Ooh, we get to cross it up! <laughs> we haven't gotten oh to do one God, of those in a long I time. Know what it is. What do you think it is? I think it's the plant in the boot. Plant in the boot? Yeah. I was going to say just the little the little logo. The little, like, plant logo. Oh, okay. Yep, 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 yep. Please hold. We'll find out. Yes. Okay. So now is the time in our show where we normally do... Bug! Mary! Kia! But, as we talked about in the beginning, we don't really know how we can do this with yeah. robots. And cartoon characters. And cartoon characters. Um, honestly, the only person that I really want to kill, and I therefore think you want to kill, is Shelby Forthright, who is the CEO of By and Large. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably kill him. But then everybody else, it's Wally, Eve, the captain, John and Mary, and then the ship's computer because it was Sigourney Weaver and I could not include her. I mean, honestly, I could still play this game. I would marry Wally because he's a romantic and he's beautiful. Adorable. Okay, so got cute it. And he cares about my feelings. Oh, I love him. Um, I would probably fuck Eva. 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 I don't know what would go where. <laughs> I'm sure, but <laughs> we're fucking. Um, John. John, the captain. No. Oh, sorry. Yeah, do the captain first. I'm the captain, no. <laughs> um, 
Honestly, I would fuck that just to see what happens, because I'm not sure if that's possible. You know the other day at lunch where we were talking about, and Liz showed us that clip for Family Guy where oh, it's like, yes. find your penis, find your penis, one dollar, find your penis. <laughs> yes, yes. That's, that. that. Yeah. Because I'm just, You like, play find your interested. penis with your, with the captain. I feel like I did that a, with another fuck, Mary kill, where I was like, I just don't know how it's going to work, and I want to see if it can. <laughs> It's more for research. Scientific <laughs> research. Uh, that being said, John. John. He's the, like, the guy who... Oh. I mean, I'll kill him. I don't really care. Yeah. Mary. I'll also kill her. I don't really care about her. And then the ship's computer is the ship's computer. It's Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. I don't know how I can fuck that. Yeah. Or kill it. Or marry it. Okay. So, Mary Wally. Fuck Eve. Fuck the captain. Kill Shelby forthright. Kill John. Kill Mary. We don't really know what to do with the ship's computer. Yes. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next. Give me the fun facts. Woo! Sorry, I'm really excited. I love when I have a lot of fun facts. And yes. because this is an animated Pixar movie. Then there's gonna be a lot. There's a ton. Yeah. Okay, the first one, which honestly is not included, but I just want to go through it. John Ratzenberger. Burger? Burger? I don't know how to say his last name. I feel like I should. Burger who plays, who voices John, you might recognize his voice because he's in every Pixar movie ever. He yes, plays he. a character in every Pixar movie. One, he's Ham in Toy Story. Okay. The piggy bank. Yeah, he does sound familiar. No. He is Mac in Cars. Never seen it. He's the underminer in The Incredibles. At the very, very end, the, like, villain at the end. I don't know. Um, in Up, he is... The, like, construction worker who talks to Carl before he flies away in his little house. Okay. Um, in Finding Nemo, he's the school of fish. Mm. Um, in Inside Out, he's Fritz, who's just, like, a character in Inside Out. In Monsters University and Monsters, Inc., he is the Yeti. Okay, yep, yep, yep. Um... Sorry, a lot of these are, like, Toy Story things. In Ratatouille, he voices Mustafa. I don't know who that is in Ratatouille. I've never seen Ratatouille. (laughs) (laughs) In Bugs Life, he's P.T. Flea, the little flea guy who runs their little circus. Oh, okay. Um, Some of these things I've seen, like, once or twice, so I don't Yeah, he's very much, like, even if they, no matter if it's a big part or a small part, he always, always voices someone in a Pixar movie. I like that. Also, he plays Santa Claus in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay. The old one, not the new one. Oh. I don't remember that episode. Clearly. Okay. So, now to actual fun facts I wrote down. WALL-E stands for Waste Allocation Load Lifter Earth Class. Mm Mm-hmm. EVE stands for Extraterrestrial Vegetation Evaluator. And the giant wallies are on the Axiom. So they are Waste Allocation Load Lifter Axiom class, which is why they are Wallays. Wallays. And the name Wally is kind of like a tip of the hat to Mr. Disney himself, Walter oh. Elias Disney, Walt Disney. Okay, okay. So Wally. This was the first. Pixar film to be nominated for six Academy Awards. Damn. It ties 
with the only other animated film to garner this many nominations, which was Beauty and the Beast in 1991. I feel like that is wrong, because I feel like Frozen's been nominated for a lot of shit. But I got this from IMDb. Well, maybe at the time. Yeah. But now Frozen's probably fucked shit up. Um, Alyssa Knight, who does the voice for Eve, is not an actress, but just an employee of Pixar. (laughs) So. That's cool. Damn. Um, the name of the ship that the humans are living on, Axiom, or is Axiom, and like I said, that's like the pride of their fleet. Mm-hmm. In logic and math, an Axiom is something unquestionable or taken for granted. Yep. <laughs> uh, this is the first instance of a Pixar feature-length film using live action. So not only do they use live action for, oh, like, the, the B&L guy, but when they're showing the ship and, like, how good it can be, yep. it's all live action people Mm -hmm. (laughs) the survival of of both the twinkie and the cockroach perpetuates the urban myth that even should the world end both would survive indefinitely yep auto secret directive a113 which is why i mentioned it is an ongoing joke in animation room a113 was a classroom at cal arts where many disney and pixar animators learned their craft the number a113 and appears in all of pixar's animated films and in many Disney animated films as well. Oh, weird. This is the first one, though, where A113 is relevant to the plot. Hmm. Usually it's like... In the background? It's like, in a, it's like a room number that they enter, yeah. or like a... It's like on a hallway that they run through, but it's okay. always there. Huh. The average number of storyboards used on a Pixar film is 75,000. Shit. For Wally, it was 125,000. Oh, wow. Uh, when the captain first appears on the bridge, 45 minutes into the movie, the Blue Danube can be heard on the soundtrack. This is a parallel to 2001 A Space Odyssey. The song accompanies a famous space docking scene in that movie and an over-reliance on computers in extended space flight is a major plot in both films. And that's actually... It's like the do do do, which was also yep. in Zoolander. Yeah. These are the last two. <laughs> there was a little karate chop there. The film contains numerous references to Apple computers. When Wally is fully charged by the sun, he makes the boot up sound that all that most of Apple's Macintosh's computers have made since 1996. Wally watches his favorite movie every night on the screen of an iPod. Mm-hmm. And the villainous autopilot's voice is provided by Apple's text-to-speech Mac and Talk. Eve's sleep design is an evolution of Wally's parallels. Is an evolution of Wally's of Wally who parallels. Eve parallels the sleek iMac design, and Wally is like the old boxy beige yeah. Apple. Yeah. Um, Eve. This makes sense because Eve was co-designed by Apple's senior VP of industrial design, Jonathan. Ive. Eve. It might be Eve. It's I V E. Okay. The man responsible for the most of the design of Apple devices. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Which though. is why she looks like a shiny new iPhone. Yeah. And he looks like a beat up old computer. Yeah, that's why he has so many contaminants. Foreign contaminant. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. That is Wally. So cute. I love that movie. I also like how 
basically they don't even, these humans, like, don't even walk and, like, don't have any bones. Yeah, they've gotten so fat that their bones are little pieces of their body. Which is weird that they would live longer. Yes. Maybe just because, like... I mean, they're living. But they're not, like, doing anything to, like... Yeah. Hurt themselves. I don't know. I was gonna say, like, they're... Just because they're so... I want to say, like, sedentary, but I don't know if they're that's like a word. Not... Like, because they're not moving, like, nothing is affecting them. Yeah, they're so, like, secluded and, like, things aren't... They're not exposed to any elements or anything. It's fine. When they come to Earth, a plague or two will wipe out the bad ones. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's very weird, though. I just looked up the photo of their little bones. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> it's so it's so interesting. I feel like I wonder if you're a little kid and you like notice like things. You know what I mean? I feel like even when I saw this in 2008 because I'm 5 and would still go see this in theaters now and definitely saw it in 2008 that I was just like boop 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 boo. like yeah. you didn't really think about it. Yeah. Hmm. And now I'm watching it and I'm like, "Oh god." Oh god, this is... Oh no. It's so funny that they can, like, predict it, though. Like, I'm sure, even at the time, like, it wasn't as bad... Yeah. ...as it is today. I could be wrong, but I feel like it it wasn't as bad as it is today. And now it's, like, even closer to what it could be. Yeah, I feel like 2008 was, like, the beginning of... People being, like, socially aware. As bad as it is now. Like, we were, have, for years and years, have always been, like, huge consumers, and, like, that's Mm. always been an issue. And obviously no one gives a shit about the planet, so nobody, like, recycles or anything, but I feel like 2008 was really where it started to hype up in, like, technology-wise, where, like... Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, you didn't have a smartphone, I didn't have a smartphone, I think there was, like, one kid in my class who had an iPhone, and we were all, Mm. like... Wow. Uh, it's an iPad, but does more. I mean, I... What is iPod. iPod? It's an iPod, but it does more? Yeah, like... Like, an iPod Touch was, like, the cool shit. Yeah. But now it's, like, little kids have iPhones. Ugh. So... I don't like that. Yeah. It's so too I, much. I feel like 2008 was really the... The ramp yeah. up. True. True chains. <laughs> okay. That means it's time for the J rating. And I think you're gonna give this movie a Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give this movie a Hell yeah! <laughs> I knew it! I was afraid that you were going to think about it for too long and change your answer at the last second. I was like, don't think about it, just go with your gut! I was, I knew you were going to give it the top rating, I honestly just couldn't remember if we said fuck yeah or hell yeah, and I was like, what is, do we say fuck no or hell no, oh, I can't remember. Hell yeah. Hell yeah! Yay! Yes. I really like this movie, um... 
I didn't think I was going to like this movie at all because I had no idea what it was about. And I just thought it was going to be, like, sad, which it kind of was sad, but also it just, like, made me laugh a lot more than I thought it would. So that made me happy. And then, yeah, I just, I probably should have just given given it a chance. Yeah, it makes you, like, giggle a lot for a movie that doesn't have a lot of talking. Right, that's true. I just, like... Is there going to be any talking? Like, I don't understand how I'm going to be entertained by this. But, like, I do have to give it credit because, like, it is for children, really. So, like, if they can be entertained, then I can probably be entertained, too. (laughs) I probably should have thought about that. But, yeah. That's how I feel. I liked it a lot. And I liked how, I mean, I didn't like how scary it is that it's so true to, like, what's going to be happening with our world. And it kind of already is. But... I just think it's interesting that at least somebody had to say it. Yeah. I think it's probably, like, very true of, like, what could happen at that time frame. I know. It's... It's already happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. But yeah, as I stare at this photo on my computer of the garbage island that floats around our planet. Mm-hmm. Great. Cool. I don't even understand, like, where does it come from? Like, you have to, like, put shit together from the earth to make, like, plastic and shit. So. But it I can't, like, a lot of the problem is that a lot of the things we make, like, obviously we're taking materials from the earth to make things, because it's yeah. not like we can take them from anywhere else. But a lot of the things we make can't be biodegraded back into the earth. Okay. That's the problem. Like, That's for so weird, though. years and years thousands of years Mm -hmm. they were only making things that could be biodegraded back into the earth and then modern humans came along and were like look at this plastic thing we made (laughs) it's sustainable except not yeah that's weird i just don't understand how like why we could just like you know stop i know i saw this thing the other day that i think it was like a tweet or something i don't fucking know some social media thing and it was talking about global warming and how like everybody always argues over whether or not global warming is real and it was Mm -hmm. like honestly though like even if global warming isn't real and in hyphens it was like which it is but even if it wasn't like what's the worst thing that could happen like oh no we started recycling and did better for our planet like what like what's your argument yes agreed (laughs) i was like yeah that's real true Right. It's like, what? what's the worst that could happen? And there's a lot of things I don't do to help this planet. Like, I know that I don't eat vegan. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't use as sustainable things as much as I could. Like, I buy my shampoo. I was thinking about this a lot yesterday because I got my new deodorant. And I was mm-hmm. like, yay, aluminum free. Like, good for me. I'm saving. Oh, nope, not the planet. Just myself. Okay. Yes, <laughs> like, yes. I was like, oh, like, I still use everything in bottles but like every time someone points out my little reusable lunch bags they're like oh you've got like plastic ziploc bags Mm -hmm. i'm like yeah i'm saving the planet one ziploc bag at a time yeah and like i do little things as much as i can yeah i think that's all you can really do because you just gotta like slowly integrate it into your life i feel like and Even, like, being able to do that is, like, a privilege in itself, like I know. But it's, like, you might as well use it. Yeah. If you got it. 
super good stuff. Like, I've gotten to a point now where I get kind of mad, especially at work, when I see people buy the plastic water bottles from downstairs. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Yeah. Like. I know. Bring a goddamn water bottle. You can fill it anywhere in this building. Exactly. I know. I've only done that, like, a handful of, not even, like, a couple times if I've forgotten it, but, like, people, like, just do it. Yeah. Like, every day. Yeah. No. And, like, if you're gonna buy a flavored drink or whatever, I get it, like... Yeah. It is what it is. But when I just see you buy bottles of water every single day... Yeah. Stop it. Right. You can get it for free. It's for free from a fountain. Yeah, if you just buy a reusable one. I have 12. Just ask me. Yeah, seriously. I'm sure I could loan you one. My consumerism is taking over my need to help the planet, and I have 15 reusable water bottles. You know, whatever. Somebody could have it. Yeah. If they wanted. I'm glad you liked it. I thought you were going to hate it, too. Yeah, mostly because I just didn't really know what it was about. Yeah. So. I also should have thought about that if it can entertain children, it can entertain you, so. Yeah, keep that in mind. I know, I went to go look up what we're watching next and I don't know, so. Let's see. Drive. But, that being said, if you want a shout-out and you want to know what we're watching next, you should follow us on Instagram at Pod. You can also follow us on Twitter at Pod. Um, our website is olivierrosepod.squarespace.com. Facebook, just search for Olivier and Rosé. Uh, is that everything? I think so. think so. On our website, you can find all the links to all the socials as well as anywhere you want to listen to podcasts like iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, basically anywhere you get your podcasts. But, like I said on the Instagram, you can get a shout-out, which I kind of want to rebrand, because this week's shout-out, once a fucking again, goes to Kendi Law. Mm-hmm. That bitch answers every week. She knows <laughs> what's up. So, like, she gets the shout-out. If yeah. you want to be like her and get a shout-out, answer my clues on Flick Fridays. Flick that be Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Just patiently mm. waiting. I can hear your smile from here. <laughs> um, and then if you get the if you answer the clue correctly and first, you get a shout out. Um, and then on hashtag Movie Mondays, I'll yeah. tell you what the movie is, and then on Wednesday you'll get our episode. So yeah. good for you. Good job. Great job. So, anyways, guys, thanks for listening. I'm glad Katie liked this. A uh, movie about the end of the world from 2008. Mm-hmm. That wraps up our end of the world theme. Yeah, at least it had like a happier ending. Like, yeah, maybe not for like the immediate future. But, I like, didn't eventually. do that on purpose, but yeah, it just so happened. Yeah, to work that way. Yep. I don't know what we're gonna do next. We'll figure it out. But um, we'll see you in two weeks for your next episode. See or ya. You'll hear us in two weeks. We won't see you. No. It's a podcast. Okay. <laughs> We're going to live stream. No, we're not. (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty, guys. See you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye. We're going to live stream.